You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Good morning, everybody, and welcome again. Another Sunday Q&A. Here we go. Um, yeah, right. Off out and running. January's still there. Nothing seems to be changing. Hopefully, we're all still surviving. Um... Uh, firstly, I'd like to say good to see Gold Member back on the scene. I'm concerned about you, my friend. You just you seem to disappear off there, but you come up in the comments um, on the video, so I'm pleased you're out running. I hope it's still working out for you. I hope, hope you're well. So, so what we're going to discuss this week. Right, I launched that circuit app. I've been going on about it for a little while. I tried it before Christmas. I think it's very good. I've put it out to you guys. We had the general comment, other than the... Uh, the little whinge about the pricing is it's very good so i've got i'm, I'm gonna go ahead with it they've been very kind they've sent me some gear i've got a t-shirt there you go i've got two t-shirts and they play favorite color navy's my favorite color navy and a gray one i give me a sweatshirt give me a cap which is handy because my one i've got a detroit tigers cap for two reasons firstly when my father-in-law went out to america in the states he went to detroit and bought me back a detroit tigers t-shirt which was massive my daughter now sleeps in it as a 90. And also because I didn't realise, but it's the same as Thomas Magnum's hat, which is blue. I ended up with a Detroit Tigers thing. But the new, the new hat's pretty cool. And it's sort of my, my Detroit Tigers is a bit worn out. So also give me a mug. Morning coffee. Lovely. Fantastic. Mm. Anyhow, so I put it out there. So I thought we'd just do a few more thoughts on what people think to the app. So, oh, by the way, I used it again during the week. I had to do uh, Lathams, which is like a wood thing. Um, again... Eight drops, one return, which is dead handy, because then you can put the fact that it's a return in. I actually put it second to last because it was kind of last one was they were all UB and SL except for one which was Harrow, and I'm not going to go from Harrow and then back to UB and then back up to Leighton again. Um, Leighton Buzzer days, not Leighton Buzzer, sorry, Hill Hempstead. Um, so I can actually put that one in as a time, like you know, and it bang, it's easy, it's just easy, it just works. So anyway, let's see what you guys think. <coughs> Domain name guy says, um, he says, optimising a city stroke town centre, you won't compete with the A to Z between your ears because of bollards, certain roads that close at certain times. Um, he said, okay, on long routes, you know, when you've got distance between them, but if you've got lots of little drops, that's all well and good, except for the fact that if you're going to be picking up like the Amazon mob, or if you're picking up like I was on Parcel Force, 70, 80 parcels, there's no way you can keep 70, 80 drops in your head. You guarantee you'll do an area, you'll do another area, you'll go to another area, and you'll go, oh, there's one that I was supposed to drop at my first area, and you'll go back again. So, yeah, maybe. Although, uh, was it one of you guys turned around? I think it was Steve C or something like that. I forget who said it now. And he said, I thought I knew my local area like the back of my hand. No. He said it saved me time. 
So, but you guys can try it. You can try it for seven days for free. You can try it, um, if you're doing less than 10 drops, it's free. You know, <laughs> try it. If you don't like it, don't use it. That's the way I look at it, like, you know, but um, it's out there if you want. I'll do a little link so you can go to the web, so you can go to the, um, what do you call it? The end screen, and if you've got the website, you can go for it by the website. I mean, try if you want, you know, it's, it's out there. Uh, Chris C says he's falling out of love with Waze. He says a few times now it's taken him to the wrong place, a back alley. He said Google Maps seems to be the way forward. Again, I'm not carping on about it with a circuit thing. You can choose whichever one you want. You can do Waze, you can go Synergy, you can go Google Maps, go wherever you like, though. I've had it a few times. Um, I don't know if it's Google Maps, but I think it was Google Maps that used to say you've arrived at your destination and I'm actually on a dual carriageway. And I'm like, I'm presumingly the building I want is there, but I'm on a dual carriageway. <laughs> I'm going to have to go now to the next junction, turn around again. To me, the six one off does the other. I'm still using Waze a lot. One of you said, how am I getting on with Road Lord Truckers? Road Lord is all right. But the problem is, a couple of times, I've got it programmed up for a seven and a half tonne, and a couple of times it hasn't, you know, sent me through width restrictions. Once, um, one of the bridges, Waze sent me through one bridge, tried to send me through Battersea Bridge, which I can't go under because I'm too high. And then, um, I thought, well, I'll go over Vauxhall Bridge. Vauxhall Bridge was shut. So I put it in the road lords going, OK, well, take me out of here. And it said, go over Vauxhall Bridge. And I'm like, it's shut. You don't even know that. So I think Shona, one of our early truck drivers, she said it never put her wrong, but she had it programmed for an 18 tonne. So what I'm going to do is when I get in the 18 tonne, hopefully in March when the test comes through, then I'll give it a proper test in a proper big truck. And then I'll give you an honest appraisal and I'll let you know if it's any good or not. But um, at the moment, I'm still using Waze. Waze, 99% of the time. The only thing is that there's something in Slough. I think it's Slough or somewhere. And it's got a very low... Where am I? Somewhere in London. I can't remember where it is. It's kind of like suburbs. It's got a very narrow train line. And a lot of the bridges are really low. So you try and get the next one you can't. You try and get the next one you can't. And if I knew the area better on that one... But, um, yeah, I suppose... I'd, 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 probably should invest in a proper truck, truck sat nav but I'm really waiting until I get my test and once I get my test and get in a big one then see what the problems are then address it then I tend to rather than try preempt problems work out what the problem is and then work out a solution I find it's cheaper that way uh, what else we got um, Nasu Iowit says yeah it was right there he was the guy who said his road was only good for you I hope that answered your question my friend um, and Matthew McDonald said he said, I, he said I wouldn't say it's the best it's too dear. There are other ones out there that are cheaper. Well, this is true. But then uh, I keep saying, you know, Marks and Spencers is, is dearer than Audis. If you rock up in a Mercedes or a brand new, you know, here's my, here's my Rolls Royce Phantom. No one turns around and says, oh, that's not the best car because it's too much money, do they? The way I look at it is this. If you're going to be paying anyway, I think the other one worked out because you had the other one you had to pay for as well. And I think that was like a tenner a month. And this one is like, 20 quid a month, then the difference is a tenner a month. In which case, that divide is like 30p a day. It's not, and if you're going to be using it five times a week doing 80 drops, it's a no-brainer. But you've got to do you. Like I say, you can try it for free. So try it. You might go, I like it. I'm sticking with the other one. It's cheaper. Or you, and also, if you're doing less than 10 drops, it's still better because the other one was only eight. But I'm not telling anybody what to do. You can try it for nothing, make your own mind up, use it, don't use it, the choice is yours. But in the meantime, I am going to plug it. Thank you very much to the people at Circuit for my T-shirt and my um, mug. Actually, really good call, eh? Free stuff. Nice. It's new to me. Anyhow, what else have we done this week? 
Staying it out. Yes. Oh, and the whales. Hey! <laughs> this week I'm going to Norwich. Same principle. Up raving early. Uh, Monday I've got Slough to Redditch again. Seems to come in every Monday morning. And then I've got um, MK8, which is Buckingham, which ain't too bad actually, straight down the M40, across to Norwich. And then it's either zoom home and sleep in my own bed, or if there's anything going from Norwich anywhere, you know, anywhere where I'm, I've got a good chance of getting a job in the morning, I might take it stay out again. But right, so we did one by staying out. Did you bring a letter from your mum? It was ridiculous. Watch the video, it's comical. Um, Paul A. Bevan says, because he said about village inns being cheap. He says, Village Ends took their deal off on the 14th of January. Uh, Premier Ends at the moment are £35, apparently. Um, yeah, I'd I, I like to say, I'll become to someone else from that. Gil Seventoon. Now, Gil Seventoon, yes, I like this, is my old mate Giles. When I was um, 18 years old, I went to Teesside Polytechnic to study public administration. Ask me why, I don't know. Well, I do know why, but it's a long story. Um, and they threw 13 of us in a house together in this like, tiny little terrace house, and it was mental, house five. And as a result of his channel, he's got back in contact with me. He's teaching languages or something in the International School of Geneva and doing a PhD. Right? Clever boy. Well done, Giles. Giles, thanks for watching. And he turned around and he said, because I, I turned up with a leftover pizza, didn't I? He said, it's very much the Kez way of life. And Kez was King Edward Square, right in the middle of Middlesbrough. House five. Uh, yes, mate. Uh, I remember Gigi's. Gigi's on Middlesbrough High Street. You rock out of the Student Union and you go to Middlesbrough High Street to Gigi's. They make the best pizza. Proper thin Italian pizza. You pick it up, the police would do that. Because it's proper pizza, you have to eat it. Not great big doughy crust. Absolutely lovely. And a steel. They like a pizza. Like three quid. I love Middlesbrough. It was, the people were nice. The place was brilliant. They had a great vibe. And it was really cheap. It was good for you. It was a good time. Um, Arpad says, um, same as me. And he's had the same problem with the letter thing. He says, I booked at a premiere in, um, wrote a letter that said, uh, to whom it may concern, <laughs> job done. He says, hot, bat, hot, um, hot shower, comfy bed, cheap mini bar. It's like being on a mini holiday. <laughs> I've got to say, the Holiday Inn Express didn't have a mini bar, but I could go downstairs and I bought two bottles of, I think, Peroni, I said, two bottles of brownie, please, because I thought I'm going to have a beer. Lovely. And the bloke said, £8.50. I went, OK. <laughs> you learn as we go. <laughs> Next time, I might just pop out to an off-licence first. Mind you, then will they be cold? Presumably if I go quickly, maybe. I could have walked to an off-licence. I wasn't one in walking distance. Um, happy client says, um, same problem in London. He said, he said, used to have the same problem in London. He said, when they, when they were, um, presumably when we were running, I think it was, in the first, was that the first lockdown? He said, he said, now I have a letter with me. B. Carroll says, um, surprise, they still want them. He said, he was one. So during the first lockdown, I need one everywhere. He said, I'm going in the Euro parts, everything. You got a letter. Now, I don't know if we're key workers anymore, because some, I think I heard on the news or I heard on the radio that we've now been downgraded from key workers to critical workers. But that's lorry drivers. Um, but I presume that's I presume that goes across all the all drivers. But you're still a critical worker, so it's not a problem. And stupidity, not a disability flag. This one up. This is great. He said apparently on the CX on the um, if you go on the computer thing, they provided a letter uh, which is signed by the Secretary of Transport. It's in the COVID section. I didn't even know they had a COVID section. But if you go online, to, if you log on to the CX, go to the COVID section, you can print out a letter from the Secretary of Transport that says you're a key worker or a critical worker. Just stick it in your cab. Well, if anyone ever says, you've got a letter, I go, yep. 
I'm going to do it myself, actually, if I get around to it. Um, Millet650 says he loved the letter to yourself, but isn't isn't staying out eating into your profit? Uh, and Tivio also Cornwall said, how much did it cost to stay out at night? Would you stay out again? Well, it cost 60 quid to out for the night, which is dear and I would have liked. But I've been working, it's been a long day. I started at two. It was getting on for four. And I was hoping to, you, you, if you stay out in a proper hotel, I think, or in like a, in like, you know, a proper bed, you get your own toilet, you get to get clean. Um, I think you're more vibrant the next day. So you've actually got more, more chance of making money the next day. Having said that, if I knew what I knew now, I probably would have slept in the cab, driven home and tried to get some one job when I back home because I couldn't get a job coming home, which is why um, I've done one going out next week because I, I sometimes think I can, I can come across going, I'm in a lucky area and I take it for granted that you'll always get a job every morning. Now, I've got one job. I've got Merthyr Tivville to Chepstow. Didn't get anything else all day. I struggle with it. But would I stay out again? Well, yes. I've got because I've got a, a, a nice day lined up. I'm going to rock up to Norwich now. If I can get Norwich to Manchester for decent money, I will. Or, or I mean, I'll, I'll run out of driving hours. Or, 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 or Norwich to Leeds, dropping off the next day. I'll do it if the if the money's in it. But only if the money's in it. Failing that, there's always a truck to sleep in. If you want to sleep in a truck for free, if you can find yourself a decent lay-by, get the night heater on, get the bed down. That's something else I want to come to. Um, where did I put that? I want to do one. down here? Best fans for tramping. Now, thanks, everyone. For, for, there's a few comments, B. Carroll, stuff, um, a few people on there. Poor trick. Um, thanks very much for your comments. I'm going to do, I want to do a video on fans for tramping, and I'm going to save that to one side, if that's all right. So I haven't forgotten yet. It's safely in the book. Need a new one then. I did, however, said that. I did, I've done a couple of Mickey Mouse ones. Um, vans and lorries on the telly. I did, I did, I did, now, there's a few other things I want to say about this. Where's my pad? Hold on a second. Yeah, that was it. There was another one we watched. I like the guy. Um, everyone seen that Ken Loach film? Sorry, I missed you. It's a good film. It's about a guy and he's down his luck and he sells a wife's car and buys a van and he's doing the multi-drop and he's doing all right. He's like top man, but he's got a bit of trouble with a grief with the son and he has, to, he has to go in one day and tell the bloke that I can't come in today or he misses a drop. And um, the bloke turns around and he says, um, yeah, well, that's coming up. Um, he, he says, oh, well, you've missed the day. I've had to call another driver in. That's going to cost you 200 quid. Uh, you had a, an essential passport drop that had to be dropped between 11 and 12, and you dropped it at one. That's going to cost you 250 quid. And I'm thinking, never heard that. I've heard, you know, the customer says it was damaged or it was broken, and they're taking 10 quid or 40 quid or something like that. But I've, the, the, the figures that were being banded around was ridiculous. So if you guys are out there and you're doing that, let me know if that is true. But I think that's kind of dramatic. But as for, as for all the other stuff, you know, like loading up a Dalek, I actually Googled how much a Dalek weighs. It said £40. It's too far high. I thought, no, it's not. No, that's not the Dalek. The Dalek's a creature inside. It's a Dalek travel machine. That's six foot, and that weighs £140. Still still get out of the towel. It's easy. No trouble. <laughs> I actually can't believe I'm saying these words out loud. I'm actually Googling this nonsense. Um, but um, I, I said it, it's like... Um, it's like in the full Monty. You know when they're sitting there watching Flash Dance? And he's going, that will will never hold. Look, she's, she's spotted that all wrong. <laughs> Anyhow, so what, again, your take on it, please. Uh, Paddy McGurr says, he says, it's like listening to you, it's like listening to Grandad. You know, during the war, it's like, when I was on the market. <laughs> yeah, it, it's starting to become a bit of a phrase, isn't it, really? Yeah, sorry about that. Um, the Lost Scotsman says, I hate it on the TV um, when the media describe Luton's vans as trucks. 
you know, on the news. And a man turned up in a truck, and I'm sure he's sitting there going, that ain't a truck. It's not a truck. That's not a taco. Don't need a special license to drive that, do um, Chris C. He says, I hate scientific inaccuracies in movies. He says, like, um, apparently, this is, did make me smile as well. NASA get their new recruits to watch Armageddon and list the inaccuracies in it. That's the film where, that's the Bruce Willis film, where they send a load of mining engineers to an asteroid to mine it and blow it up so it doesn't destroy the world. Surely it would have made an awful lot more sense to send some astronauts to an, a, 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 an asteroid astronauts to an asteroid, but teach them how to mine. Because it's probably more difficult to learn how to be a miner than it is to become an astronaut. Now, I'm not belittling how, how these are the top miners in the world and how difficult it could be to do like a deep drill miner. But like I say, I've got my mate Kieran. He's doing fighter pilot training. He's one of Molly's mates from the skater park. And the stuff that these guys have to go through, you would not believe it. They black out all the time. They've got, you know, the things that they've got, these suits that are pushing blood because they're doing like nine Gs. And I presume that that's nothing in comparison to space. Uh, I know there's no Gs in space, but you've got to get there in the first place. Um, but yeah, that did make me laugh as well. Uh, Leanne says, read the Doctor Who scenario. He said that truck was a black top, black top of the range 750 SI Scania. It was lovely. It was a very nice looking truck, of course. I don't know, I don't know um, six axles, but I'm getting there and I'm looking at it and I, I did think, wow, that's, there's a few quid in that one. Mm. And this was about, oh, he said, yeah, he went on to, yeah, I remember this now. He said, everybody's favourite truck to film is Convoy. Well, Convoy was the one, wasn't it, really? Uh, Breaker one, nine, rather dark. Uh, smoking the Bandit, of course, which was pleasing, although kind of, uh, you, you really liked, um, Burt Reynolds in the Firebird more than the geezer with with the soppy dog. I mean, Burt Reynolds got the girl. He the geezer was yeah, the great big trap. But he, mm. you know, when you was a kid, I was want to be Han Solo, not Luke Skywalker. Smoking the Bandit didn't want to be the truck driver. Wanted to be the guy in the Firebird. Um, and he says, and I love this. He says, I used to watch this be a show on when we were kids, when I was kids, called BJ and the Bear. Yeah, BJ McKay and his best friend Bear. And I think the Bear was like, it was kind of based on um, Every Which Way But Loose. I think the Bear was an orangutan or something like that. And he would just drive around in his truck and he had like this pet ape. But he had um, a foghorn on a chain. And he used to go like a burp, burp. One day, it will be mine. I've had a fog on, I've had a train horn, but I've never had one on a chain, I've had it on a bun. Um, what else we got? I would Harper Valentine, my mate, but my mate, um, he's got his own channel out there, Harper Valentine. Could you some subscribers, if you can, guys. Um, he says, um, he says, Daleks apparently have an insane density. So the old ones couldn't climb stairs, but the new ones can fly. So very, theoretically, if you can fly, I had the new one, you can fly on and off the truck. Um, he said, I said, I can't watch anything without counting how long the driver looks at the passenger. He said the general rule is seven seconds. So you drive along, you have a conversation like this. Presumably that's like in them 70s ones where you've got the funny backdrop. I've got better of that stuff now, I think. But, right, that's kind of it for videos. And now we're on to miscellaneous. This week's miscellaneous, we have um, Ganesh Bashira. He says, do you quote that when you quote on a job? I'm I thought there was a video on this. I'll do one for you. I'll get it out next week, Janice, and I'll, I'll clear everything up because that's important. That one. Uh, Tiffioso Cornwall, ever thought of employing a lad to do the lifting? It's another one of those things that certain jobs on the exchange must be a flatbed, must be a fridge, must have ADR, does require two men. 
they do come up. And if they come up, you'll get better money from them. But they don't come up all the time, which means there's a good chance you might get two of them or one of them a week, in which case you're employing someone to sit in a cab. Most of my stuff is forked on or forked off by, um, well, a full truck, obviously. Um, you know, it's palletised on and off. When I first started in the truck, I thought, my God, what have I let myself in for? There's just as much handball. That was just day one. Since then, very, very rarely handball. You rock up, you open the curtains, they fork it on, they fork it off. Presumably, if it's in a van, might be um, a different kettle of fish there. So, um, BTH, he says, my, my um, medium wheelbase sprinter is 2.3 metres load length. I've had this all the time. I've got this because we've got Ken running with us at the moment because I'm trying to show him what it's like just in case. And um, he says that on his paperwork, he's in a Luton with a three foot, oh, a three metre box. And he said, but it's listed as a medium wheelbase. I said, all you can do is put the length of your van on your CX. So when it comes up, it says it. And then when you when you get the job, or when you quote for the job, put in the notes, my van is this long. Then the shipper will know. But in my mind, it's always a general rule of thumb, short wheelbase, one pallet, medium wheelbase, two pallets, that's two metres. Long wheelbase, three pallets, three metres. Extra long wheelbase, four metres. Because I said, there isn't anything longer than an extra long wheelbase. But apparently there are some custom vans out there that are even longer still. I've never seen them. So otherwise the thing just doesn't really work. But that's just, again, please, comments. We'll try and get to the bottom of this. You know, I said the CX clearly up, but hey. If you're watching out there, guys, leave a comment. That'd be interesting, seeing one from you. Hmm. What else we got? Paul A. Bevan. He said, um, yeah, this, I mean, this comes up all the time. A job on the CX going from Heathrow to Edinburgh. Urgent. Can't co-load. Pays £200. It's 400 miles. No, it doesn't. I look at them all the time and I go, and they'll go, oh, we need 10 pallets to move. Um, and I'll, do you know what gets me as well? When it's not now, it's uh, pick up at 11 o'clock. Pick up at 11 o'clock. So you think, well, I can't do anything all morning because if my job goes sideways and I'm going to be late for your job and you ain't going to be happy, uh, dropping at 1 o'clock, backload. That's not a backload. That's not a backload. Backload is picking up any time today, dropping off over there any time in the next two days, can co-load it if you like. But the truth of the matter is, when it says pays or pays this money, you quote what you're happy with. And if they go, well, I'm paying that, don't pay it. Get some other some, some other idiot to do it. Or just sit there going, you know, if I said, okay, I, I've got a job moving 20 pallets from London to Edinburgh. It pays a pound. Anybody want it? <laughs> you just sit there. It's just a job. We just sit there because no one's going to do it. It's just nonsense. Um, what else we got here? Domain man guy, new to the channel, hi, 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 Um He said, oh, we're talking about the lorries. He said, the Mitsubishis and the Isuzu's, seven and a half tons, can carry more weight because obviously the cab doesn't weigh as much because it's a Mickey Mouse cab. Um, and they can get down their lanes because they're awfully a lot thinner, but they're very uncomfortable. Yeah, I mean, the amount of drive hours that we do, one of the things I did like about climbing in the lorry is I've got more space around me. I've got space behind me, I can put stuff around here, it's all lovely. And if I get into a bigger truck, I'm going to have even more space still. Also, from the point of view of the customer, when they book a seven and a half ton, and I've had it before where I've had to, they've sent me in because a guy, they sent in one seven and a half ton, and, it, and, the, and, the, and the firm that were loading up this great big, great big server it was, you know, like for the computer things. And they looked at it and they went, no, it's not going on that. That's ridiculous. We wanted a truck. We didn't want a souped-up van, so they had to send that one in and bring me in. And of course, well, I've, I've rocked up. It's, you know what it is. It's a, it's a daff. It's a truck. It's a baby truck, but it's a truck. And I went, well, that's more like it. So yeah, sometimes from the point of view of um, customer um, confidence, 
they want to see something that looks like it can do the part. And I'm sure that the Isuzu's and Mitsubishi's can do the part, but mine is just a little bit tonkatoish, isn't it? Godzilla's, he says, I'm overloaded, because he said, I should clear this one up now. He's, he's, he's in one of those unfortunate situations. He said, I, so I should clear this up. He said, I'm giving around 45 stops a day of a manifest of between um, 980 and 1,200 kilos. He said, but, so, he said, a lot of the time, I'm overloaded for the first few stops. And he says, I'm not happy about this, but I'm kind of stuck at the moment. Um, he also said, part of the problem is, customers lie about their weights. So say, for example, they've got like, um, I don't know, gym equipment. They won't, they'll mention the bars, but they won't mention all the weights that go on top of them. So it says it's 20 kilos, but actually it's 60 kilos. Because if not, they, you won't take it. So they kind of, oh, we'll just tell them that. I'll be fine now and I'll clock it like, you know. So, um, yeah, it's not ideal in any way, shape or form. He says, but on the flip side of things, he said, sometimes I accidentally leave a few behind. So presumably they, those customers come and start 60, 20 kilos. Don't think so. Oh dear. Must have forgot that one. So as I'm right, eh? Uh, Lee Allen. He says, the LF15 plates uh, was have a gear stick on the dashboard. Um, yeah, I know that was weird as well when I went from my first, you know, when I used to say we used to drive the LT35s, the old ones. They were weird. They had reverse gear in first position. So first was first was here, second, third, fourth, fifth, and a long and up for first. And the, the, no one has a long and up for first now. That's for, for reverse. But um, with with a gear stick that big, there's only a thin metal one. It was that big. And then it's like when I moved from the sprinters, they have, I went from a gear stick here to a gear stick here. Nice. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, I like I say, I, someone asked me the question. They said, "Would you go for an auto or would I go for I'll go famous during the week?" And he said, would you go for an auto or would you go for, um, I think that was well for Chris, actually. Or like a, a stick. And I said, it's, it's a tricky one. Because doing all this with your knee, when you're stuck in traffic, it's a pain. But um, having said that, sometimes changing gear is fun. Just go, and you go like that, it's fun. But I think if I had exactly the same trucks, both in front of me, both identical, one was automatic and one was manual. And they said to me, which one do you want? I think I'd take the automatic. Having said that, I'm probably going to take my test in an automatic, so I'm going to have about six, seven hours driving in an automatic. I can make my mind up then, can't I? Switch one I prefer. Uh, Trucker Chris says, stay away from man. He said, the gearboxes are rubbish. Chances are I probably will. Um, Chindu Maduk, I think, I'm sorry, I've probably said that wrong, sorry, mate. Uh, the extra long wheelbase Luton in a Luton area, what can I take home? Right, Chindu, again, there's a video going out for you on Monday. It was inspired by someone else, but the long and short is there's too many imponderables, but it's got my number on it. If you want to ring me, I'll have a personal conversation with you. I did it with a couple of guys this week. They run me up ones, ones um, I think it's Mickey's down in Bournemouth, and I spoke to another guy. Can't remember the situation. I speak to people on a daily basis. Look, if you want to ring me, my number's there. I'll talk to you, and I'll give you an honest opinion. And you do what you, you do you at the end of the day, but at least you can ask me questions, and if you've got any worries or concerns, rather than have to try and glean it all from the video, I talk to people. I don't mind. And if I don't answer the phone, it's probably because I'm unloading, but I'll chance I'll get, leave a message. I'll get back to you as soon as I can. There's a video going out next week. Um, Lee Westcott wondered if... If you could join the CX, but you don't actually own vehicles, there are firms out there, big firms, that don't own any vehicles. They're shippers. The, the, the thing is, the way I see it, and I could be wrong about this, and as I've said before, I'm, a lot of stuff that goes out on my channel is wrong, or at least largely inaccurate. So please take it all with a pinch of salt. Um, 
You you need either one you need one of two things to join the CX. You either need a van, or you need customers, and these two people marry up against each other. So if I've got a load of customers that want a load of pallets moving on a daily basis, but I've got no vans, I join the CX, and every time one of my customers rings me, I put the job on the CX. Don't ever need a van. All I need is a laptop. Job done. Bedroom shipper. Laptop. That's it. Desk. Bosh. Ready to go. But you need your own customers, and finding your own customers is like hen's teeth. Or you need some van, a van or some vans. And that way, when the job comes up, you go, I can do that, I can do that. We have both. We have uh, three lorries and at the moment, one van. And um, we're trying to grow it. And we have about three or four customers, which we're trying to grow. Ideally, I want both because I want my customers to be served by my vans because that way I know that it can't go wrong. Because or if it does go wrong, I'm bang on top of it. I know the guy. I know where he is. I know where he was before. I know where he's going. I know if he hasn't turned up in the morning. I prefer it that way. But we guess you're going to use the CX because sometimes one of our customers will ring up and they'll go, I want a job coming from Bournemouth to Leighton Buzzard because that's where they're based. I'm not driving a van all the way down to Bournemouth to bring it back to Leighton Buzzard. It doesn't make sense. I'll get someone down in Bournemouth on the CX to drive it all the way back. But yes, you don't, you either need, you don't need any vans. You either need customers or vans. Ideally, you would like both. I think. Um, Steve Campbell. Hello, Steve. All right, mate. Uh, you can write, yeah, this is all to do with weight, um, weight restrictions. You can go into a seven and a half ton area in an 18 ton because um, uh, the area is no vehicles bigger than seven and a half tons except for access. So you can go in if you're picking up or dropping off. Bin lorries are 26 ton and they drive around. I mean, well, I'm in a seven and a half ton area. And this is ironic, actually. Where I park my lorry, every single road leading into it is no vehicles bigger than seven and a half tons. Now we've got one seven and a half ton. It's an operating base. I've got one uh, seven and a half ton and two eighteen tons parked there. The guy next to me, my mate Giuseppe, has got about five Arctics all stacked up. Boom, 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 boom. How they get in and out, I'm not sure. But if you get stopped and they go, "Where are you going?" You go, "I'm going over there." And there's no way I can get in other than this, other than going through one of these roads, and they're going to go fine, fair enough. If you're driving through like a, a commercial, a, you know, high street, and you get stopped, and they say, "Where are you going?" and you, you're going from Luton to Luton to Leeds, and you're actually in Norwich, they're going to go, "You don't need to be here, do you, mate?" And then they're going to have you. So I think you're allowed to drive in as long as you can prove it. So that's it for another week. Another Sunday Q and A. Um, oh, and finally, today's conclusion goes to Nigel Barrett. He says, the song that you're looking for is Sunshine on Leith by The Proclaimers. Mate, yeah, I know. <laughs> I love that song. Have ever watched the film? The film's actually quite good. Um, it's called Sunshine on Leith. It's directed by Dexter Fletcher. It's a musical. I'm not a big fan of musicals. Musicals fit into two different categories. Um, the ones where you go in a musical and they're just about music. You know, we went to see the Motown story. That was good because it was a Motown story. And then they say, and then they got this recording studio and then they left Diana Ross. The guy who played Marvin Gaye was phenomenal. Um, and then there's musicals where it's like a story. Where they're, they're, you know, and there's a guy walking down the street and he says, right, I'm going to buy some shoes. I'm going to buy, and then they go, he's going to buy some shoes. He's going to buy some, he's going to buy some shoes. Windows open. People going, he's going to buy some shoes. I'd, I'd struggle. But having said that, Sunshine on Leith is that kind of musical. But it's good. <laughs> because it's got the songs the Proclaimers in, and it's got Jane Horrocks in, and it's got that Scottish geezer I really like, whose name I can never remember. Uh, he was in one of the Ken Lynch films. 
Um, and it's um, it's a great song. And also, I've been to Leith. I've got, we've got a family up in Leith. My my um, my mate Barnes and Kenny, they live up there. Hello, boys. Miss you guys. They've come down regularly. They're lovely, lovely, lovely fellas. And um, they, they went on holiday together and they lent us their house. So me, Molly, that was when I was a skinhead. Couldn't, no chance. And we went up to Leith and we went to see the Royal Yacht Britannia. Went and had a meal down at Witchery because my honeymoon was in um, Scotland. And um, it was nice. It was good. I like Leith. It's a nice place. So in the meantime, that's it. Up bright and early tomorrow morning for um, the uh, we Slough pickup again. Mm. Kind of getting used to it now. But... Um, Another week, another week getting brighter, getting warmer, hopefully getting closer to the end of another lockdown. Know what to do, guys. Take care, take money. Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at virtual.com slash podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.